Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Unplanned Journey podcast. In this sixth episode, we continue our exploration to the unpredictable path that life often lays before us. Today, we have the privilege of delving into the remarkable stories of individuals who have profound purpose and passion amidst the unplanned. From chance encounters that altered the course of their lives to unforeseen uh, opportunities that spark creative pursuits, each tale is a testament to the magic and resilience of embracing life surprises. So get ready to be inspired as we journey through the uncharted territories of the unplanned, uncovering the beauty that lies within every twist and turns. Let's embark on another captivating episode of the unplanned journey thriving amidst the unpredictable. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the beautiful Paula. Paula is a mindfulness coach and breathwork instructor who helps neurodivergent women to treat or prevent burnout and live life filled with joy and peace. She has recovered from a cycle of burnouts and not only has found inner peace but lives life to the full without a fear of you ever burning out or getting overwhelmed as a neurodivergent person. So welcome to the show Paula and can you please introduce yourself in detail. Uh, hello so my name is Paula Loeb and I am a mindfulness coach and a breathwork instructor. Uh, you've given quite a good introduction. Um, I'm not sure what to add. <laughs> this was exactly like what I planned for introduction and you said it already. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess I've done the half part of yours. But anyway, like, um, maybe I could jump back to the questions then for you. So um, what exactly is mindfulness coaching? I mean, just by the name that it says mindfulness, so I am definitely thinking like we all think that it's something to do with your inner peace and all, which is surely exactly what it is. But can you give a little bit of limelight on what exactly is mindfulness and what you as a mindfulness coach would do to, you know, um, people who are seeking a mindfulness therapy? Um Yes, so mindfulness is a very broad term and there are many definitions of it, of course. For me, mindfulness is just the ability to be here and now and be content with it. Um, and as a mindfulness coach, I specialize in uh, burnout treatment in women. So the way I work is you help women prevent or treat burnout by using mindfulness as well as combining it with science-backed methods. Um, the, the one thing about mindfulness I'd like to add is that it is a very, very broad term and there are so many different tools. And it's definitely a very true that some tools might work for others and uh, not not for other people. Um, and it's it's very, very common that I see that some some people say like, oh, I've tried this and it didn't work for me. But that's just, you know, one one tool. And um the important thing is, is is to find something that works for you. And in many, many years in mindfulness, I myself have tried many tools and most of them I haven't come back to because they just didn't mm -hmm. work. But then I found ones that actually did work for me and they made a, a massive difference. So I would say like if something didn't work for you, don't give up on it completely because there, there are so many powerful tools that can really uh, change your life or, or boost your life and improve your life quality uh, massively. No, very well said. And I think I totally agree that a lot of things might not work for a lot of people, because if there is something that is working for me, it's not important that it's going to work for you as well. So everybody has a different strategy, different balance of life and the way they works. So thank you so much for sharing that insight and um, really congratulations to you uh, as well. And well done to you for doing such an amazing job 
uh, being a mindfulness coach. I'm sure you've been helping a lot of people out there. Um, <clears throat> so let's get back to the whole and soul of this episode, the unplanned journey. Can you share uh, a story of any uh, significant unplanned event or detour in your life that led you down to a completely unexpected path? Um, yes. So in my 20s, I was like many people working a lot, enjoying my job, doing a lot of work hours. Also, I was spending a lot of time volunteering and I was uh, also in mindfulness already at that time. So I just spent all my time being very efficient and doing lots of exciting things. And at one point, my uh, what happened with my job is that my hours got drastically remo uh, reduced. I think I went from working something like 60 hour weeks to 20 wow. hour weeks. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I, I went out at 20 hour weeks and I had like more time off. Or it was more of a break and it was very unexpected. But at the same time, when I when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, what a great opportunity. And uh, what happened then is I was actually able to to have a break, to have more space in my time and in, in my life. And um you know, because before that, I just never had time to myself. I always either worked or volunteered or, or was, you know, into my mindfulness practices. And I, all my time went there. So I never, ever had like an actual holiday. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people in, in Europe, us in Europe, we do have holidays all the time. And I never, never had anything like that. So when my uh, work hours got so drastically reduced, and I had more space in my calendar for the first time in maybe seven years. I went on a holiday. Wow. <laughs> and I realized. And where did you go? Um, I went to Bali. <laughs> of course, mindfulness coach in Bali. That relates too much. <laughs> so cliche, so cliche. But this is what happened. And I realized, oh, my God, like this is how it feels like to be rested. This is how it feels like to have energy. And yeah. I realized that I all this time I was running on like 5% battery. And uh, I realized like, oh, this is how rested you can feel. This is how energized you can be. And only looking back, I realized that I was always burnt out, that I was yeah. just going from burnout to burnout, which I didn't realize then. And I didn't realize when my hours got reduced. I, I didn't know what it's called. I just knew that I'm not coming back to that life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we all need a break. We all need to reset. Sometimes our, you know, mind is sometimes physical challenges as well. So I think it's really important to give your body, your mind a little bit peace, you know. So whatever helps, going on a trip, yoga, exercise, gym, whatever helps, it helps. But um, so how did you initially react to this unplanned journey of yours? What were your emotions and thoughts at that time? Um, so I was really happy because I realized like I would never have given this break to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was done. I, I wouldn't have. And uh, I mean, probably because I was also like young and healthy, I didn't realize how much I was harming myself because I was capable to carry all that load. And I yeah. thought like, if I'm enjoying all of this, like this is what matters. I, I don't yeah. need this because I'm, I'm resting from work when I'm volunteering and, you know, vice versa. So. I, I felt like there was nothing um there's no need to to change anything and uh this this was my thoughts like oh my god this is so great that this happened so I have this opportunity to um to rest to to, yeah. to recover to have some space to 
and and then when I realized like that um I how how much rested I can be like what are the different energy levels this on one on one part I was so happy and inspired but on the other hand I was so scared because I did not want to go back to that mm -hmm. life but I did not know how to because I knew my hours is go are going to go back eventually and I will need that to earn that much money again and I need to and I don't want to like uh, cut down my volunteering so this is this is when the, uh, the interesting part st uh, started actually when I realized I don't want to go back to that yeah. life. I don't know how to change any of that because that was my identity, you know. Right. And th that that one, I started a, some very intensive soul searching. You know, that's when I had to rethink why I do what that I do, why I'm doing it that way, why I wasn't able to say no to people, um, revisiting my boundaries, revisiting my values. Um, that was the very difficult part, and it lasted quite a few years. I would say four or five years I was um, rethinking, redoing, restructuring. I changed careers. Um, I was looking for that perfect balance, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, perfect balance doesn't exist, but I was looking for, for a way to, to do it better. And it took a long time because actually burnout has many layers, you know? A lot of people think that it's just like you work too much, then you rest and you'll be okay. But it's usually not that easy. There's actually many different causes. There isn't just one cause and there isn't just yeah. one solution. So it took me some four or five years going through wow. layer, layer for layer, for, uh, another layer and layer to, to undo all the causes and find all the causes and, and fix them. It was It was a long journey, but it was worth it in the end. Well, that's great. And tell me, did you always wanted to be a mindfulness coach or it started with something else and then all of a sudden you're like, OK, you know what? This is where I want to go. Uh, no, I wasn't always a mindfulness coach. I I I went through quite a few careers. So, um, you know, initially I was working 60 hour weeks in in, uh, in childcare with babies, with toddlers. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But I realized that it's draining my energy so much. Mm -hmm. so then careers into into IT I was a data analyst data engineer wow. I also, I also that was a big transition is it <laughs> from childcare yeah. into IT oh my god that's really good yeah yeah it, it is a big transition but uh, and then you know from IT to mindfulness coaching yeah uh, <laughs> well you came back to caring for people right you were like okay exactly. that's where exactly. I want to go <laughs> So how that happened, going back to your question, is uh, I've been in mindfulness around 18 years. So it's always been wow, a very important yeah. part of my life. And it was it was always something that uh, it was part of my life, part of my um, viewpoint, part of my lifestyle. Um, and I always was helping people a little bit here and there or, or doing some workshops or, you know, practicing myself and learning new things. And um, th there's always been people who are saying, like, you should do more of this, like you should do yeah. Time, but I was always like I'm quite happy with what I do, and and I never like I always thought like I don't want to start my own thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also scary and difficult. But uh, at one point, um, I realized that you know, I don't know. I I kind of felt this calling. I guess is, uh, mm. is the way to say it. That, yeah, yeah. You know that the world. Uh, there's so many data analysts and the world needs more, of course, but actually what actually the world needs is, is, is you know, we are in mental health crisis. Yeah. And, um, I think I would be much more useful to the world 
in, in this way. And when I lost my job, I, I knew this was a sign um, to, to really just do it. Yeah, no, very well said. I think there are the way you put it in front that we need, you know, mental health peace and we need people who can provide that because there are a lot of people who will say a lot of things. But in the end, you do what makes you happy, right? So people will be pulling you back. People will be taking you forward. It depends, you know, how you take it. Um, but did you find any challenges or obstacles while you were navigating through, you know, the unexpected path of yours? And if you want to share some insights on that. Yes. So the the biggest challenge, I guess, when I said um, when I realized that, oh, th I don't want to, to live that life anymore, but I don't know how to live a different life. So this was a very scary part. And, and this is what I think will resonate with a lot of people, because when I work with with women treating burnout, this is what they usually experience. They know they don't want to feel like that anymore, but they yeah. just don't know how because that's all they know is, is that the workload that they have is, is all that they know and they don't under, they don't know how to change it they they just they don't um usually don't see a way how they just would you know they, they feel lost and confused because of course you need work yeah you need work you need to pay your bills of course if you have family you need to care for them so it's it's just that feeling of of being completely lost and confused and uh it took me a long time. I did a lot of soul searching to to really understand and and to start saying no. I think that was a very difficult part to start saying no and and to start reducing my my workload. Um, you know, working with my boundaries, understanding where where they're coming from. Like, why wasn't I mm -hmm. able to go before? So this this was the most challenging thing. And and another mistake that I did then that I I would not repeat was. I was do doing it all by myself for quite a while. I was I was not really uh, seeking any help. I was not leaning on anyone. I was, you know, I was thinking like, you know, I'm, I'm in mindfulness for such a long time. Like I know yes. all this stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but actually, um, and, and yes, I was able to do a lot by myself. I, I did a lot of progress uh, by my on my own, but I know I would have, um saved so much struggle and so much time if i asked for help sooner and even though i did uh recover and and found a, a good balance uh, mostly on my own it wasn't until i actually lent on other people and and made decisions to to get help not just from yes. friends and family but also from um therapists and coaches and, and uh, you know started a co enrolled in a coaching program this is when i really was able to to find a completely different quality of life because mm -hmm. at the end of the day like all all these things are like if you're stuck somewhere it's often like your own mind trap and it's very very difficult to get out of it like you need help like it can be professional yeah, yeah. it can be friends family you know whatever it be but uh, it's it's much much easier yeah, uh, yeah. So when, when it's with somebody also I do understand it's very very difficult to ask for help especially if you're a perfectionist high achiever like you're so used to being the one who helps everyone else yeah yeah well you already answered my another question which was around support guidance and mentorship and you answered it really beautifully so I don't need to ask it again <laughs> but um, were there any hidden opportunities that you have discovered while being a mindfulness coach like when you are helping people what sort of help 
you know, uh, people are looking for, if you want to share a couple of examples of that so that people, our audience know that what exactly uh, they need to, how exactly they need to reach out to the mindfulness coach and for what reason? Um, so to any mindfulness coach, you can just reach out. And I think most of us coaches, we are super happy to, and, and I, I speak for myself, but I, I know others are the same. We are always super happy to just talk to people. Like you don't have to like, uh, want to be a client and want to enroll yeah. in a program. You can just, you know, schedule a call and I'll be happy to just, you know, have a little chat, give you some pointers, you know, give you some recommendations and, and to, to direct you to, to, to the right, uh, to the right way. Um, and uh, whichever problems you have, like it, it can be anything or, or just curiosity. And the, the thing is that often like you, you think you have certain problem, but actually the root of it might be completely different. So it, it doesn't even matter like what, what problems you have. But for, for my clients, the people I work with, what, what they usually experience is they, they feeling burnt out or they feel mm -hmm. they are approaching a burnout or they have a risk of burnout. Um, they feel like life is just too much, like, and it's not possible to get better. A lot of it is very, very common to think that it's not possible that it, it, it gets any better. But everyone I talk to, like, it's we find a way and it is possible. Yeah. And I completely understand how, how you may feel that it's not, you might feel trapped, but uh, it, it is absolutely possible. Um, so yes, these are probably the most common um, concerns that people come to me with overwhelmed, burnout, feeling it's too much, feeling like they don't have any energy, they don't have any inspiration, motivation to do anything. Hey, yeah, that's great. I mean, sometimes it's just, you know, you just talk that's it because a lot of people uh pulls back pull back when it comes to talking or expressing themselves they are not very comfortable or not very confident enough but sometimes talking is just enough sharing is just enough some with some people right so um the unplanned journey how did this shape your perspectives uh on life and your personal growth it has completely changed my life I am a completely different person now and my life is completely different from what it used to be. Um, one, one thing I, I'd like to say from that journey of four, four or five years of searching is um, I read it somewhere and then it was my mantra during that time. Don't focus on what's urgent, focus on what's important. Wow, that's a very nice saying. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's not my saying. I have to say it. it's yeah. a, a quote from someone else. I can't remember who it was, but I think this is really at the core of of many things. Because if you are high achiever, if you're a perfectionist, if you have so much on your plate, you are very prone to being in that state where you just want to do more and more and more and more. And yeah. even if you don't want to, even if you're tired, your brain is still switched on looking for another yeah. thing. That, yeah. You know, I'm going to complete this and I can relax. I'm going to just achieve that and then I can relax. But it never, it never, you know. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. It never comes. So switching that uh, viewpoint to thinking, okay, what is the most important? Let me just look at the most important stuff and take care of that and then everything else can wait and for me it was of course my health and my well-being i understood that i don't want to be in that state anymore and i i just want to take care of myself of my health and i decided not 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 looked for any um proof or not looked for ways but firstly i decided 
that my health is the most important and it is possible for me to live my life in a sustainable way. I just decided that it is possible and then I looked for ways how. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a very well lesson learned for all as well, because I have seen a lot of people uh, who have 10,000 stuff going on in their head. And because of that, they're not able to achieve one thing that is most important in life. Right. And at the moment, you would say so thinking a lot about future, what's going to happen in the next couple of hours, but what is going to happen right now and what is happening right now in the present that is more important to work on rather than thinking too much. So um, thank you so much for sharing the amazing, you know, things about mindfulness coaching and your personal journey uh, towards this. Uh, I have a very last question for you, and it's around what advice would you give to our listeners who are actually going through this unplanned phase, taking some unexpected path uh, at the moment, and how would they, any advice on how would they embrace this unknown and make the most of, out of this situation? Um, okay, so for anyone going through burnout, I would firstly say, just know it's not your fault. It's not your fault that it's happened to you, but it is in your power to change it. You absolutely can change it. It, it does get better. It can bet, get better and it will get better. And uh, firstly, I would say a talk to somebody. It could be a friend, could be a colleague, could be a therapist. And um, on the occasion of, of releasing this podcast, I would like to gift 15 roadmap calls to all the listeners. So where we can get on a call and understand what's happening for you and uh, plan your next steps and give you some recommendations for you personally, what, what can help. Um, and if, if you, for any reason, miss that opportunity, you can always um, follow me on, on any of the social media that will be linked in the show notes and uh, you know, get in touch with me and I'll be happy to help. And, and talk to you or, or give you any advice or refer you to what could be helpful for you. Wow, that's that's a really amazing, you know, offer that you have given out. And I'm sure the listeners and all, I think I would be first one to book a call with you now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here. And as we come to the end of this uh, enriching episode on the unplanned journey of a mindfulness coach, we are reminded of the profound impact that embracing the unplanned can have on our path of self-discovery. So our guest experience have beautifully showcased the transformative power of mindfulness in navigating life's unexpected twists and turns. We hope that uh, this episode has inspired you to embrace mindfulness in your own life, finding solace and strength in the present moment and approaching the unplanned with a sense of calm and curiosity. So our sincere gratitude uh, goes out to our guest Paula for sharing her mindfulness journey and invaluable insights with us. Her wisdom and authenticity have left a lasting impact on this journey of ours so as we conclude this episode we encourage you to continue nurturing mindfulness in your daily life for it holds the key to unlocking a deeper connection to yourself and the world around you thank you for joining us on this unplanned journey podcast stay tuned for uh, more inspiring stories and empowering uh, conversations until next time may you embrace the unplanned with mindfulness and embark on a path of continuous growth and self-discovery 
If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay connected with us, we invite you to hit that subscribe button or follow our podcast channel. We value your support and appreciate you being part of our podcast community. Together, we can continue to explore fascinating topics, share empowering stories, number of challenges we face, and ignite a spark of inspiration in each other's life. So, thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to having you with us on the next episode of the Unplanned Journey: Thriving Amidst the Unpredictable. Thank you so much, Paula. Thank you. Pleasure to talk to you.